Welcome to a brand new episode of Tyler's Take Podcast, presented by AllEverythingEntertainment.com. I'm so excited for this opportunity, this platform once again, to talk to you about the top five greatest John Wayne Westerns of all time. Just my opinion, my take. It is Tyler's take, by the way. I'm your host, that writer, that podcaster from the Music City, Nashville, Tennessee, Music City, USA, I should have said, and clarified, Tyler Peters. If you're not familiar, if you haven't heard, if you don't know, you can tell I'm excited. I'm ready to go because I'm all about bringing you some of the best in movies, music, television, wrestling, all kind of sports, you name it, football, baseball. We got soccer, hockey, NASCAR. We just keep adding on. It's a beautiful thing. And I just love all everything entertainment.com. And speaking of that, in podcasting, not just writing, we're just doing it all. Are we not? We got to be confident here. That's okay. It's all right. We're doing some great things here. And I'm pumped up. I'm so happy to be a part. I just want to take a little bit of your time here to the listeners. You got to go subscribe on SoundCloud and Apple Podcasts to the AEE Network. Now with, listen to this, 156 hot new fresh tracks that offer variety. Just like the website, a buffet for entertainment. They'll really love that. I had to say that. They didn't have to pay me. I'll say that one for free. How about that one? But one reason I'm happy is not only to do the podcast or even write an article, is we're talking about John Wayne the Duke. I'm a huge fan. I love some John Wayne. Everybody, you know, talks about he's just a big Western star, but I would disagree. He made a lot of great movies with a lot of different genres and styles of film, did John Wayne. But there's no doubt, Westerns were really his strong suit in acting, talking about John Wayne. And these are top five of the greatest John Wayne Westerns of all time. But before we talk about the Duke and talk about some of those classic, iconic, legendary films, all those big fancy words which are fitting... When talking about John Wayne, for crying out loud, please go like and follow us on Facebook and Twitter. We beg of you. We're desperate. No, really, you need to do it. It's cool, because you'll get links to articles like this, the top five greatest John Wayne Westerns, and so much more. I mean, you want the late, breaking, big-time news and headlines, you've got to come visit alleverythingentertainment.com. So why not like us on Facebook and Twitter and subscribe to that AEE network. You get a variety in podcasting as well, not just writing. Can't stress that or state that enough. But I'm so ready to talk about this. But I had to get that out there. Plug my friends. My fellow writers and podcasters, spread and share the love. But hey, John Wayne was one of those stars. Talking about the story, we are talking about an iconic figure, an actor, character, whatever you want to call it, in John Wayne. 
He was magnificent. I can remember my grandfather saying they would go as kids to movie theaters to go watch John Wayne movies. They could remember the early ones, black and white films, and that's what got me hooked, man, when talking about Mr. Wayne. So these are just top five of my favorite westerns. Really, you could have had a top 10, a top 20. The guy made a lot of movies, so it was hard to narrow it down to just five. But here we go. And I'm so glad to be back with another edition of Tyler's Tech. I've been on vacation in Panama City, soaking up the sun. Now the guys are not going to be liking me because I'm bragging about my vacation. But so what? I love you guys, but you're going to have to deal with it. To our listeners, God bless you. Please don't, you know, not like me for that because I know if you don't get a vacation, I'm not trying to rub it in, but it was a great time. Got to watch my beautiful cousin get married, and congratulations to them. It was an awesome thing. That was another reason for going to Florida, and man, is it hot out there. I'll tell you that. Definitely summertime. But let's talk about the actor that betrayed the American cowboy like no other in the history of cinema. Cinematic television, that is. Let's get right into it. I've rambled on long enough. Number one on the top five greatest John Wayne Westerns of all time, I've got The Searchers. Let's talk about that just for a little bit. We also have some clips from YouTube to go along with that to really change up the format for the podcast to give you more with the audio to listen to than just this voice. You hear enough of that. You can hear actually John Wayne's words with the co-stars, which will be nice for a change. This 1956 John Ford directed film, they had a great relationship. You've probably heard that name mentioned with John Wayne before. Talking about the tale of two Johns, John Ford, the director, and John Wayne, the actor in the movie. You saw one of Wayne's best acting performances, where Wayne betrayed the character of Ethan Edwards. Ethan was a soldier in the Civil War who returns home to Texas, only to find his brother's family killed and abducted by the Comanche Indians. Really a terrible tragedy, but you have to go watch this film. Ethan finds out that his niece, Debbie, who's played by actress Natalie Wood, very young in this movie, but what a star she was. Speaking of tragedy, what happened to her later on in her life? She passed away, so sad. But we're going to keep up with uh, being positive here and keep the spirits happy right now. But we're honoring her and remembering Natalie Wood along with this, the co-stars, for that matter, with the John Wayne movies, the westerns. But... John Wayne's character, Ethan, finds out that Debbie, played by Natalie Wood, I know we just said that, but let me go back over that, is still alive and has been living with the Comanche tribe. She's practically been adopted by the Comanche tribe. The Searchers is a great movie that tells a compelling story of life in the Wild West, and it was wild out there in the West, especially back in those times, even earlier than, of course, this movie done in 56, a lot longer. In the 1800s, life was definitely different in that generation. You had to be tough. 
And nobody better, no one better than John Wayne could do it, could play these roles, and John Ford knew it, casting him. The movie also starred Jeffrey Hunter as well in the movie. We talked about Natalie Wood, as well as many other great stars. What a cast. Here's the official trailer. It's called the classic trailer. It's just right off YouTube, that easy. From the Searchers, 1956. Let's play and hear some of this trailer. Probably all of it, not just a little bit of it. How about that? Let me correct myself, okay? From the thrilling pages of life rides a man you must fear and respect. A man whose unconquerable will and boundless determination carved a lusty, rough, and boisterous slice of history called the Searchers. It's John Wayne as Ethan Edwards who had a rare kind of courage. The courage that simply keeps on and on, far beyond all reasonable endurance, never thinking of himself as martyred, never thinking of himself as brave. So we'll find him in the end, I promise you. We'll find him. Here is a story of a man, hard and relentless, tender and passionate, of people who dared to challenge a hostile land. Here is drama of great love and aching loneliness. I found him. I found Lucy. What you saw was a buck wearing Lucy's dress. I found Lucy back in the canyon. What was she? What do you want me to do, draw your picture? Spell it out? Don't ever ask me. As long as you live, don't ever ask me more. And if you don't hear my first holler, you better read my mind, because I don't aim to raise no two hollers on any subject at hand. Yes, sir. Boy, watch that knife. Go, Martin, please. Stand aside, Martin. No, you don't, Ethan. Ethan, no, you don't. Stand aside. like you got yourself surrounded. Yeah, and I figure I'm getting myself unsurrounded. Let's go! And there's the audio. You hear the iconic, the recognizable voice of John Wayne, the Duke. Ward Bonds, also in that movie, also a close friend to John Wayne. He was, was in a lot of his movies was Ward Bond. And also Vera Miles, great actress in so many classic cinematic films was Vera Miles. So there was the trailer it's just so awesome. 
Highly recommend watching that movie, The Searchers. Still holds up today. That was 1956 when it came out. It's a gold standard. Talking about The Searchers. Now, that was number one, The Searchers. Number two. Probably one of the first John Wayne movies I actually watched even before The Searchers was Rio Bravo. To me, it's just sentimental value. It's got Ricky Nelson and Dean Martin joining the Duke John Wayne in the Howard Hawks-directed film from 1959. It was a classic. It was Hawks' film, Rio Bravo. John Wayne stars as Sheriff John T. Chance, and Chance has arrested gunslinger Joe Burdett for killing a man. It does not take long for trouble to start a Bruin because Burnett's brother, Nathan, will try to free Joe out of jail. Of course he will. They've got to be the bad guys. You've got to have the villains. No different in Westerns. John T. Chance gets aid from his deputy dude, which is Dean Martin, who's also the town drunk, and Colorado Ryan, who's played by Ricky Nelson. Rio Bravo is just a fantastic movie to watch. So we've got a clip from where Ricky Nelson and Dean Martin's characters sing in Rio Bravo. And this was another part of this film. As much as I love John Wayne, respect the Duke. The legend that is our image of the American cowboy talking about John Wayne. It was Martin and Nelson's characters and their singing. Listen to this harmony back in 1959. And what a cast that was in this movie. Angie Dickerson, as well, a phenomenal actress. Another star-studded cast, Howard Hawks, another magnificent director. So let's play this clip. My Rifle, My Pony, and Me. The sun is sinking in the west. The cattle go down to the stream. The red wing settles in her nest. It's time for a cowboy to dream. Purple eyes in the canyon. That's where I long to be with my sweet. Round the bend, round the bend. 
She'll be waiting. She'll be waiting for my rifle, pony, and me. For my rifle, my pony, and me. <laughs> Say, that's real pretty. Go on, play some more. Now, why don't you play something I can sing with you? An apple That's a good one. hanging in the tree, and every time my sweetheart passed, take a bite of me. She told me that she loved me, she called me Sugar Plum. She threw her arms around me. I thought my time had come. Get along home, Cindy, Cindy. Get along home, Cindy, Cindy. Get along home, Cindy, Cindy. I'll marry you sometime. I wish I had a needle, as fine as I could sew. I'd sew her in my pocket, and down the road I'd go. Cindy hugged and kissed me, she wrung her hands and cried. Swore I was the prettiest thing that ever lived or died. Get along home, Cindy, Cindy, get along home, Cindy, Cindy, get along home, Cindy, Cindy. I'll marry you sometime. <laughs> That's nice. Ain't it, Jack? He's better be out in the street and getting shot at, huh? You know, I can't argue with you. You're right, Stumpy. Right about what? I should have thought of it before. Thought about what? Burdett's shown his hand. He isn't going to rush this jail. Everything he's tried has been outside. We could sit right here and wait for the marshal. Maybe three or four days. How much food you got, Stubby? Enough for all of us? Uh, yeah, if you can eat what I eat. Water and firewood? Filled up this morning. We do need some blankets and tobacco and, and uh, matches, unless you got plenty. Yeah. And a few bottles of beer, huh, dude? Thanks, Stubby. You say there's another thing now. If we're all going to be in here three or four days, uh, close together like, I think it might be a good idea for a certain party, not to mention no names, was to do what he said he'd do. Now, a horse barn is a good place, but ain't no place for a fella to roll around. All right, all right, Stumpy. Uh, now, me, I like roses. But this fella ain't no roses that I'm talking about. I'm going to take a bath. I said I would. Well, dude, I never had no idea you wouldn't. I was just wondering when. Oh, he'll keep talking until we get out of here. Come on, I'll take a bath while you gather up this stuff. Well, yeah, when you get back, because you look different when you clean. Well, that was just awesome. Here in the singing, the harmony, I should say, between Ricky Nelson and Dean Martin in the movie with John Wayne in Rio Bravo. My Raffle, My Pony and Me, and Ricky Nelson sang another song there. So a bonus. My Raffle, My Pony and Me. Not sure about the key there, but I thought I'd give you a little sample of Tyler's voice. I need to leave it to Dean Martin and Ricky Nelson for that one. That was off the cuff, so what do you expect? Like I said, it probably was not in the right key as they were singing the right key. I'll leave it to the professionals, but wanted to uh, give it a shot. Maybe a little karaoke for you, but Rio Bravo, love that. That's number two. Number three, True Grit. This one had to make the list. Henry Hathaway directed the 1969 film we just 
said it, true grit. This was one of my personal favorites that John Wayne ever did. Wayne played U.S. Marshal Rooster Coburn. The only man to possess true grit, Rooster is hired by a young girl named Maddie Ross, played by actress Kim Darby, who wants to find her father's murderer, Tom Chaney. Rooster and Maddie go on a manhunt and are joined by Texas Ranger LaBeouf, and I hope I get that pronunciation right. Obviously, it's French. Played by singer Lynn Campbell. And I love the theme song to that. True Grit. Sang by the late, great Glenn Campbell. Also showed his acting chops in this film, did Glenn Campbell. But Tom Chaney was the man responsible for Maddie's father's death. And it just has a lot more layers in depth to the actual story. So definitely got to go check this one out. And the new one's good. The new True Grit. But as a John Wayne fan, I'm still partial to the 1969 film that is True Grit. With John Wayne in it, Henry Hathaway once again directed it. It is awesome. And we've got a trailer for that as well. So let's listen to it. Cue it up here. Says Life Magazine, True Grit is good enough for me. It's good enough for you. And if it isn't good enough for some movie company, then the free enterprise system is really going to hell. They tell me you're a man with True Grit. Oh, what do you want? Speak up. I've already wrinkled the paper. It's pretty loose because your makings are too dry. I'm looking for Tom Cheney. Who's he? He's the man that shot and killed my father, Frank Ross. Says the New York Times, as touching as it is irreverently amusing. Marshal Rooster Cogburn and I are going after the murderer of Tom Cheney. How did you light on that greasy vagabond? They say he has grit. He's a notorious thumper. He's not a man I would care to share a bed with. Nor would I. And now, Paramount Pictures presents... The Hal Wallace production, True Grit. Starring John Wayne as Rooster Cogburn, the most colorful character he's ever played. If I smelled as bad as you, I wouldn't live near people. Kim Darby as Matty Ross. My God, she reminds me of me. Glenn Campbell. In his first big screen role. A little earlier, I gave some thought to stealing a kiss from you, although you are very young. And you're unattractive to boot. But now I'm of a mind to give you five or six good licks with my belt. Well, one would be as unpleasant as the other. True Grit. A slip of a girl. A pot-bellied, one-eyed Western Marshal. And a Texas Ranger wearing breeches a size too big. Sign. You couldn't see it if you saw it. They are trailing the most surprised killer the West ever knew. I'm here to take you back to Fort Smith and hang you. And I think I will not go. Now, how do you like that? 
Now, you mean to say that you won't go with me on your own free will? You just got it all the way around. Now, you will follow me. I didn't think you'd do it. Says Saturday Review. True Grit is lively, uproarious, high adventure. I mean to kill you in one minute, Ned. Or see you hanged in Fort Smith at Judge Parker's convenience. Where'd you look, Big? I call that bold talk for a one-eyed fat man. No grit, Rooster Cogburn. Not much. Also produced by Hal Wallace. And Robert Duvall played Ned Pepper, one of the greatest actors of all time as well in that film. And that's right, definitely had a lot of comedy, just like the narrator said, and had great reviews. It's a wonderful movie and film. It really showed some different sides to John Wayne playing really comedic elements to his character. So... That had to make it on my top five list. It's number three, True Grit from 1969 was the film. The year it was released, let me clarify, 1969, True Grit. Now to number four, The Cowboys. This was a favorite movie of mine as well as one of my aunts. This is one of her favorite John Wayne movies. Basically because of the story. And we're going to talk about the basis of this film. Mark Rydell directed this 1972 classic entitled Just That, What They Betrayed, The Cowboys. The role was made for the Duke as Wayne stars as veteran rancher Will Anderson. Anderson has to prepare for a big cattle drive, and after his crew quits, he has to train a group of local schoolboys to be cowboys, and to help him out, they have to grow up fast and quick. Not all is happy, though, as a lot of movies, when the mean bandit, known as Longhair, he plays one of the greatest villains in any kind of movie that he betrays, and that we're talking about actor Bruce Dern, very talented. You couldn't stand the man, so he must have been doing something right and playing the role really well talking about during his character Longhair, plans on stealing the herd from John Wayne, Will Anderson. It's worth mentioning that Dern always plays the hated, we just got done saying bad guy roles, that villain. We can't stand, we despise him. So number four, a must-see, the Cowboys. And number five, rounds out our list, the Shootus. Don Siegel directed The Duke in his final film, talking about The Shootist. This would be the 1976 movie. Wayne betrays aging gunfighter J.B. Brooks, who is adjusting to the changing times in Nevada. Brooks forms a friendship with widowed woman named Bond Rogers, played by actress Lauren Bacall, and her son, Gillum Rogers, played by Ron Howard, Jimmy Stewart, 
joined longtime friend John Wayne playing Dr. Hotstedler. What we need to remember about this film, The Shootist, is that Lauren Bacall, Ron Howard, and Jimmy Stewart were all close and good friends with John Wayne the Duke. And what an honor it had to be to be in this final film. And Don Siegel was a great director. You may know his working relationship with directing Clint Eastwood, going back to the Dirty Harry movies. And those were some awesome movies as well. So he got to direct John Wayne in his final film, The Shootist, back in 1976. That's a great movie. And there were very memorable scenes and lines shared by the two acting icons in this film. Talking about Wayne with good friends, Stuart and Bacall. And he could see the talent already in Ron Howard. We knew he was established in Mayberry on the Andy Griffith show. And Happy Days as well. And in movies. And talk about a director nowadays. What a career Ron Howard has had. Opie's went a long way. He sure has in Richie Cunningham. He plays Gillum Rogers in this film, though, The Shootist. What a way to end his legendary acting career in Hollywood, Tinseltown, talking about John Wayne with The Shootist. Here's those memorable scenes and lines we're talking about between two close icons and legends, not just in Westerns, but films in general. Not just American films, but worldwide, internationally known, between John Wayne and James Stewart. We call him Jimmy Stewart and the shootest. Let's play a clip. Snuff, so I went to see his sawbones there. He, uh, well, the next day I got on my horse and took off to find you. And what did my colleague in Creed say? Examine me and I'll tell you. You don't trust me. Oh, Doc, you saved my life. You don't trust my profession. My profession? You trust too much, you don't celebrate many birthdays. I kind of like it around here. All right, I'll examine you. you take your clothes off down to your long johns. Now, I, uh, if I'm to know what to look for, you're going to have to tell me what, what's ailing you. Well, I heard, Doc, way down deep in my back. Not all the time, but now and then suddenly. Pain in the lumbar vertebra? Like sin. All right, whenever you get ready, bend over the table there, trap door down. 
every few days I have to tell a man or a woman something I don't want to. I, I've been practicing medicine for 29 years and I still don't know how to do it well. Why don't you just say it flat out? All right. You have a cancer. Advanced. Is that what that fellow up at Creed told you? Yeah. You didn't believe him? No. You believe me? Can't you cut it out, Doc? I'd have to gut you like a fish. Oh, what can you do? There's just very little. I can do. I, if, when the pain gets too bad, I can give you something. What you're trying to tell me is that I... That was a wonderful exchange between two acting icons and Jimmy Stewart and John Wayne. And what a way to go out in The Shootist, his final film ever. So that's all, folks. That's all my picks for the top five greatest John Wayne westerns of all time. Let's go back over that order. We started with The Searchers at number one. Number two was Rio Bravo. Number three was True Grit. Number four was The Cowboys. And number five was The Shootist. And there was so many, it was just so hard to choose them all. He really made so many amazing films talking about John Wayne the Duke. His famous nickname that he was known by when talking, referencing John Wayne... What do you think of my list? I'd love your feedback on what some of your favorite John Wayne films are. Leave a comment below under the article. And this podcast will go along with the article talking about 
the top five greatest John Wayne Westerns of all time, at least my opinion, my take. And this has been another new episode of Tyler's Take Podcast presented by AllEverythingEntertainment.com. Remember to go subscribe to the AEE Network on SoundCloud and Apple Podcasts. Check out those great podcasters and wonderful writers that offer a variety, much like our articles do to go along with our podcast on that AEE network. Now with 156 fresh hot new tracks and you want all the latest breaking stories and news, you've got to visit alleverythingentertainment.com. Also, check out AEE.com on Facebook and Twitter. We'll have links to the podcast and the articles as well. Please give us a like and follow on those social media sites, Facebook and Twitter. That's why I'm repeating that. We would greatly appreciate that, and thank you. And I'm really happy to be talking about John Wayne. I'm Tyler Peters, your host, once more, that writer and podcaster from Nashville, Tennessee, the Music City, USA. And I'm so delighted to have this opportunity again to talk with you all, our listeners, on behalf of AllEverythingEntertainment.com. We'll be back with a brand new edition, an episode, I should say, of Tyler's Take Podcast. We were talking about the top five greatest John Wayne Westerns of all time. Maybe we should say even movies for that matter. I'm signing off saying goodbye for now.